Bobby Escobar. Ah, 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 yeah. They had that other song which tried to be really like. <laughs> Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Video Gamer UK podcast. That was My abrupt. Name is Matt Lee's um, abrupt as ever. I'm joined by Simon Miller. Somebody asked. They said. Somebody said. Can we please start off today's podcast with Simon Miller laughing? Yeah. It's got an awesome laugh. Which was and nice. that was the only way I could engineer that situation. By aqua, aqua references by introducing well, the podcast with a bit of uh, Barbie Girl. It by aqua. It didn't. Hopefully, it didn't not work. Hopefully, that won't get picked up on iTunes. Otherwise, we might have to pay royalties. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, you can sing, you and Dave singing aqua. It was yeah. pretty accurate, wasn't it? Was it was really good. good. Well, now I've got cheeky girls in my head. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, joined, yes, as you may notice, by Dave Scammell. Good morning, Earthlings. Um, channeling the power of the cheeky girls. <laughs> And uh, we also As have ever. Chris Pratt. Who are you much. channeling this morning, Chris? Uh, just myself, really. Just yourself. Coffee, actually. Quite a lot of coffee. Quite right? a lot of coffee. Um, giant Game of Thrones mug. This is mm-hmm. coffee chalice. Chalice of caffeine. Ah! Plus one. It's too big for the coffee machine, isn't it? Yeah. It is. That's so, what so I So why do I still use it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so has anyone actually been playing any games this week? Because the thing is, we'll just have to say this, you know... We're um, in the graveyard. We're in the graveyard. Yeah. And also, it's like the elephant graveyard from um, The Lion King. And that you must yeah, not go there scary. at night, Simba, yeah. which is dangerous. But mm. also, it's just fucking hot. Mufasa. Exactly, head. which does make it. I mean, everything's been really hard for us, right? And I don't want to have to be the whole like oh, first world problems. But the UK, right? If you've never been to the UK, because some people who listen to this aren't in England. Mm-hmm. Um, Bless your hearts. Amazingly. Bless your heart. And it's just like we're not. You're thing not from is, England, Bratters. I am. Yeah, I am. He's from the north. <laughs> <laughs> so am I, though. I'm from the north as no, well. But you're, you're right, though. You're right. I mean, it, 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 it's so hot that you can't really... Well, I can't sit there and play a game. We it's complain about um, the weather a lot in England, right? And it's because we're just not made for extremities. Yeah, and we're British, like, so we moan. We don't we have do. systems yeah. that can deal with it. We have yeah. systems that can deal with, like, grey, middling, slightly chilly temperature, because that's what we have 90% of the time. Yeah. But now, due to um, global climate change, <laughs> uh, we're not living in that world anymore, and suddenly we require heating systems that we don't have or air conditioning systems that we just don't have. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But through all of that, I did go and play Splinter Cell Blacklist. Apparently that was good. in a very, very hot in room. In right? a hot room that was so hot I had to leave well, actually, at one my, point. My and mate, so, um, one of my best mates, Steve Hoggett, he was there course, and he yeah, was, he had apparently had to go and be sick. Not surprised. I'm not what? surprised. If Steve really, Hoggett really, listens to this, I completely understand your pain. It was the hottest room. It was in a bunker. I think the day was, was one of the hot days. But anyway, no, no, no one cares They're about that. They're all hot days now, Simon. So, so I played Splinter Cell Blacklist and, you know, it was pretty good. Yeah? It's pretty good. I mean, I don't mean to sound like, you know, everyone's going to go, oh, no, but it's not a stealth game anymore. And you know what? It's not a stealth game in the sense that Chaos Theory or... Um, is it Pandora Tomorrow is the second one? Yes, right, isn't it? Splinter yeah. Cell Pandora Tomorrow. I think Chaos Theory was the third one, wasn't it? Chaos Theory was third, Pandora Tomorrow yeah. second. But it's not a stealth game in the sense that those were, for the simple fact that they've broken it up. And that you now get to choose how you play. It is now three different. It's much like Conviction, except for, I think, to try and underline what they're trying to do, they've mm-hmm. broken it down. So if you play through stealth, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Basically, now everything is based on an economy system. So you can upgrade Sam, and you can upgrade your multiplayer stuff, and you can buy classic upgrades and stuff for, for all of it across. And that's all done by money. To get money, you, it depends how you well you perform in any level throughout the game. So if you play through stealth, you're going through the game uh, called Ghost. And that will get you the most money. If you do a bit of sort of all out action and a bit of stealth, you go through Panther. And if you go through, um, like, it's Call of Duty, it's <laughs> called like Assault. The, sounds like the orange kind of phones. Yeah. Get your Panther rewards. <laughs> so yeah. they do encourage you to play stealth. And if that is the. Well, I asked, um, what's his name? Maxi Billy. 
the creative director. Absolutely nailed it. I said that to him. I said, you know, I understand what you're doing. And I do. And I know it annoys a lot of people. And I'm a big Splinter Cell guy. I love it. I think Chaos Theory is a, is a fantastic game. And in a way, I am sad that they've moved away from right, just yeah. keeping it predominantly a stealth game. But at the same time, I did chat to him and I did say this to him. And he said, it's designed to play through as a stealth game. If you try and play it through like a stealth game, much like the old Splinter Cell game, it's really difficult. Uh, you know, it's not going to hold your hand and you're going to have to do a lot of waiting around, a lot of thinking. Sure. So after he said that, I went and deliberately played it that way and he's right. It's still a very, very focused, structured stealth game. Now, it can never be the stealth game that Chaos Theory was because it's impossible if you look at a level design and go, I want to make sure that if somebody does want to play it through like a, not like a shooter, but for lack of a better term, a shooter, you have to make sure there's variables to take all that into account. Therefore, it will be less focused. But if you do want to take your time and stealth through it, you can still do it and it's still better better than you know 90% of the stealth games yeah. out there who's, I think who's buying Splinter Cell to play it like an action game though because I just but this is the problem idea. this is the problem though isn't it it doesn't sell what Assassin's Creed sells and it won't sell what Watch Dogs sells right, okay. so I think Ubisoft look at it and go well if we want to keep Splinter Cell going which I think they do I think they like they the brand they haven't known what to do with Splinter Cell for a very and that's very the other long reason time. as well they're looking for ways to put it into that upper echelon <laughs> echelon see yes. I did there, yep. uh, where it can compete with its other big game it's like, it's like Chaos Theory like Chaos Theory they spent a lot of money on that game mm. and it was a fantastic game really critically acclaimed and all that but it didn't actually sell very it well it did alright yeah, it did alright but it didn't sell enough not like Assassin's Creed numbers no. so I imagine I'm not saying this is the right thing to do I'm just saying I think this is how Ubisoft see it is if they're plowing millions of dollars into that plus Watch Dogs, plus Assassin's Creed, and come the end of the financial year, they look at it and go, well, Splinter Cell didn't do anything either. They'll cut the, pull the plug eventually. Yeah. So this way is that... But then again, what are they you just, getting? You're getting your watered-down experience. They so just maybe, want to make 24 the game, don't they? That's all they want. They a want little Jack bit. Bauer. A little bit. But they're the, I'm not going to... Again, I've played Splinter Cell since the first one. I think it's great. But the run and gun... Uh, no, what's it called? Uh, Mark and Execute yeah. stuff is awesome. It's just, all, it's just fun. It's just fun. I've like, got it, two questions. Go on. Do you still get to climb up pipes? Uh, I didn't climb up a pipe. But... <gasps> oh, my oh, my God. Sorry, I just killed everyone's ears. Um, there, was, there was a lot of uh, a wall climbing. And down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a lot of wall climbing and stuff like that. I didn't climb any specific pipes, but there were the equivalent of, yes. All right, question two. I'll try not Please to... don't make that noise oh, again. Let me just... Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, there, go on. Sorry, I, I turned you off. <laughs> I turned you off. You probably should turn me off. Can you still perv on people through your fucking glasses? So, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah something went wrong with your mic there, Dave. Uh, anyway, moving wait, on. Hang on. What? I don't understand that question. <laughs> I, need, no, I need your special, like, voyeurism goggles. Could you do that in the first I one? I don't know any Splinter Cell game yeah. where you could perv on I people with special dream, goggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is your you goggles, Dave. They all go, like, green and red, and you're like, yeah, you there they are. You've got the visor, yeah. That's not perving. That's, that's, not that's infrared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's infrared. <laughs> I was going to carry on that sentence, but that's the end of the sentence. Yes, that's difference between perving, because it's got a pulse goggle now, right? Yeah, but it sounds even more pervy. It's got all the normal gadgets, but this big thing is, which you can now see as Ubisoft's, clearly is what their big... They think this is the future of games. Is that everything is is seamlessly interacted? So Sam Fisher runs around in this giant plane. Think Mass Effect. <laughs> think think Mass Effect. What? Right? So I've got this bloke right running around a big plane. <laughs> He's running around a big uh, plane. Uh, stealth. Interactive. But you know how uh, Commander Shepard's got his big plane or her her big plane, right? <laughs> That's what it is, though. It's a big plane, isn't it? Yeah, it's I a love big this. plane. I love this. Um, and when you access uh, the giant map on the big plane, uh, you the spaceship. <laughs> huh? It's a spaceship. In Mass Effect. Yeah, it's a spaceship. is a big plane. Basically, isn't it? big plane. You break it's it down. Plane space, break it. Plus taxes. <laughs> That's a little joke there for someone I got the phrase wrong last week. Um, 
Yeah, like uh, so when you look when you look at the map, not only do you have all your single player narrative missions which you can choose to do, you have all the co op missions which you can choose to do, and you'll also see your friends playing Spies versus Mercs. So you can all jump into it from this oh, one menu, so much like yeah. sweet. So it's like uh, Watch Dogs Interactive Persistent Worlds, like the crew interactive persistent worlds. So and that's you, their big thing now. Ubisoft love this. Is there even a main menu or do you start I didn't sit well, you just click start. Oh, that's kinda cool. Um, okay. Yeah. I imagine it would just be like load you up in there. As long as it works. Obviously I was playing it on uh, you know, uh, Xboxes that were connected to other Xboxes, so yeah. it worked perfectly. Um, actually, it didn't. It crashed loads of times. But that, <laughs> that always happens at preview yeah, events. Like no, it, it was, it was the bug code doing. You know, it has crashes. It was not nothing to do with the game. It sounds interesting, but I think the big problem is it's the same problem I've had with all of these games. Is I just think, oh, can I be bothered? I uh, think it's definitely. I think it's, yeah, I think that's fair because I know a play discipline cell game really, yeah. and I feel that it may just be that the. You know, how can days, Halician days, how the hell you pronounce do, that fucking word. I like um, it and I'll play it, but a little side of me does think maybe this is, he's run, it's run its course for itself. Mm, I think mm. you'll probably put it to bed now and, and everyone be proud of the job they've done. Having said that, the little reward schemes uh, sound quite good with the kind of getting the most yeah, money for like ghosting. Yeah, almost like the kind of Because yeah, yeah, everybody raved about Metal Gear Solid 4 being amazing, right? And everyone was nah. like, oh, it's the best game okay. ever. I, just, I did really like Metal Gear Solid And then 4. I played it and it was like... It kind of felt like all the people who reviewed Metal Gear Solid 4 were like, just they got a cabal of the biggest Metal Gear fans and just only let them review it. Because I'm like, I'm a Metal Gear fan. I yeah. like Metal Gear games. But I was just like, this is just a fucking cameo. I roulette. think it was a very, very... Um, it really split people down the middle. It kept just being like, hey, I, do you remember this character in the first yeah. game? I'm like, no, of course I fucking don't. Like, they were only in it for about 30 seconds and everyone had smudgy faces I didn't then. review it, but I did. I loved that game. I well, loved the, it. the problem I had with it, right, was the fact that I liked the stealth games and I liked being stealthy, but yeah. it kept rewarding me for being stealthy by giving me money that I could seemingly mostly just spend on automatic weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, this is shit. Like, I don't know how a game got so many high scores because it was literally mechanically in terms of how it rewarded you for like, congratulations on not shooting anyone. Have another gun. It's like, <laughs> that's a good, who well, thought this was a fucking good idea? That's a good point to think at that time. <laughs> but, I mean, I didn't get to do much with the cash stuff, obviously, but I mean, you basically you can spend it in multiplayer for upgrades and stuff and just for the record and spies versus Merc is still the best thing about that game yeah no, simply I, because it, yeah i played a couple of rounds simply because it, it, it you know it says these are the rules of the game and you, you can either decide to ignore those rules and you'll have not a very good time <laughs> or you can accept those are rules learn it and as soon as you've learned it it's just a fantastic multiplayer yeah. experience which is genuinely tense every game and i'm it's looking fantastic. forward to that because i remember watching my brother playing spies versus mercs back in the day yeah and just being like because this was back in the time when the Xbox was quite reasonably newish to me. I'd yeah, been yeah, away yeah. at college. Doing it was art massive or when they first did it in Pandora Tomorrow as well. Like, and I was just intimidated storm, by yeah. it. It was one of these things where, like, the Xbox pad had so many buttons on it, and it was one of these things where I can't. It was rubbish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was just watching him do it and doing all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. But I used to love watching him play it. Yeah. Um, it just blew my mind. I've, I've never played it. How how does it work? Are there fewer spies than there are mercenaries? No, it's or... the same thing, but if you're a uh, mercenary, you're in first person. Oh, uh, three versus three. Yeah. It's three versus three. So you're, you're first person, you're a mercenary, and obviously you're more. I mean, there's different classes, but the the, the, the kind of brunt of it is there's more sort of gun heavy yeah, classes. Quite, I so. And if you're a spy, you're in third person and you're agile, so you can climb yeah. up things, you can jump. So there'll be special vents that you can get through. Pipes. Uh, awesome. And you have better vision as well. Like if you're a third yeah, person, right, you also yeah. you have you can use infrared. Whereas the guards, I think the well, in the original, they could use some form of like yeah, they, they, red. Each, or each class has its own special ability, for yeah. lack of a stuff. It has something like that, but obviously, 
it always comes down to that a spy is better at spying, surprise, surprise, and a mercenary is better at shooting. That will always be the way the class balances themselves out. But when you're a spy and you kind of climb through an event that only you can get through because the mercenaries can't get there. Silly mercenaries. And if you sneak up on someone, you kill them in one as a a spy. So especially if you're spotted, you've got to run and hide. That sounds like a game all on its own. It's fantastic. When you get into a rhythm of it, and for a little bit I did, sort of, you know, you're taking people out with one hit because it's all about hacking terminals and you have to stay around the terminal before they find you, basically. And when you get into that routine and you get into this rhythm, it's so satisfying. And you do think, man, I feel like, I feel like a badass. It's really, really yeah. good. It's I don't remember seeing my brother playing the campaign for Chaos No, I, I'd play Spies of the Mercs first before. He was just like, yeah. he was always playing Spies of the yeah. Mercs. Is it still fun playing the mercenary as well? Or, or do you always yeah. kind of want to be the spy? Uh, it's probably more rewarding being the spy. But if you, if the thing, when, when you become the Mercs, what you want to do is you want to get good team play going Yeah, on. you need good team play. Because it's, it's probably like an Aliens movie. If you go off on your own, mm. yeah, you're screwed. You're dead. That's right. right. So that's what's really good. is If you've got th- two people that actually listen to you, and you can actually start, you know, I think actually it's not three, but I think it's four versus four. Or even, I can't remember anyway. Yeah, equal teams. Though. I can't, yeah, it's equal teams. But um, yeah, once you get that going, that's equally as good because yeah. you feel like a, like a posse and, you know, no one can sort yeah, the, of crack your elite defense that you've built up. So. The most similar thing I, I played to that was in the latest Crisis. They had a, a similar kind of idea with the hunter mode where one player plays the super soldier and the rest are soldiers. Yeah, I imagine it's to similar it. to that. They, yeah. It wasn't quite as fleshed out, but that sounds awesome. That, it's great. It hasn't changed much. I mean, like I say, you've got upgrades and you can buy... Uh, customization stuff now which is new but it doesn't, just it doesn't the break the game it's back i mean i think it was on those really um good examples of when things didn't kind of work out in terms of the way, what publishers needed and what gamers wanted yeah. because people love spies versus mercs but it just wasn't they suddenly realized that one of ubisoft's biggest brands at that point splinter cell that was what making them loads of money and mm-hmm. they just made it so hardcore that they were like oh shit we're like we're too niche and they, yeah, they had to kind of work out a way of making it more mainstream but I think maybe now they've, Ubisoft have got to the point where they're like, actually, you know, because they're making money from like stuff like Assassins and they're going to make loads of money from Watch Dogs. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I hope, I assume, um, that they're kind of going, actually, I think we're all right to just fucking make it hardcore again. I think so. Um, I, you know, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of logic to that. It was a big I, cash cow for them at the time, but now they're kind of maybe like, they don't have as many chips on it. Yeah, no, so. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think the success of this will come down to how many people sort of are happy to stick with Spies versus Mercs for a long time. And I hope, it's, I hope it does do well. I think it's a really good game. I think the single player is solid, you know, if nothing uh, incredible. And I think the multiplayer is fantastic. I didn't do any of the co-op stuff, co-op but co-op's great. always fun. It's I, awesome I in Conviction. Conviction. I yeah. thought that was the best part of the game it was. by a mile. It was the best part. Well, on the topic of games that are kind of possibly at the verge of running their course, but still aren't terrible, despite that, uh, we were playing a little bit of Dynasty Wars 8 last week. Yeah, we? we were. Which um, I, I find oddly entertaining. It's a shame yeah. Steve's not here, because he reviewed it and had a different take, and we could have had a chat, but I, I quite how, liked how it. How did he get on with it overall, then? He liked it, but he just think it's too, he thinks it's too repetitive. Not right. in the sense that it's the same to the last games, but within the mechanics that it has. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's, Steve likes Dynasty Warriors. Well, Steve doesn't like video games, series, <laughs> which is a, a problem. Um, but, you know, it is, it is very repetitive in terms of the mechanics. It yeah. is this sort of like... It is, boom, and you have boom, to buy boom, into boom. that, yeah. And it is even the combo system is very much like um, you, you know, you have X and Y are basically yeah. your attacks. And you, it, your, your combos are either hit X loads... Or hit X and then Y. Or hit XXY. Or XXXY. XXXXY. Genius. And that's pretty much it. But it is quite a lot of fun. And I like some of the stuff they add. I like the fact that you can swap between weapons. And it means you can choose different weapon types that merge together. And actually, I was pretty entertained by it. Yeah. Um, It's just a bit of a shame because it's weird. It walks this weird line, doesn't it? It should be a budget game, but it isn't. 
Mm. And it's the sort of thing where if it was being released on Steam for like, it's out, it's new, 15 quid, online play with your mate. Oh, it'd be awesome. I'd be on it. Fantastic, But as it is, there's a kind of 60 bucks, 40 quid, yeah, in shops. Difficult to It's just like, well, no. Uh, And it is, yeah. And the problem is, we were really quite positive about it in the video we made. We made a little video of us playing it, uh, which went on the website and on YouTube. Um, But a few people, even the comments, were like, oh, no, you don't get it. This game's amazing. And it's like, well, no, come on. No, like this is not forty pounds worth of entertainment. I agree, and I think my biggest problem with games like Dynasty Warriors is I'd be happy to buy into a game that just did that. You got to build more of a narrative around it yeah. for me. You got to give me some sort of progression. See, and I don't I, even care about the narrative. Well, I, I did the first time, but I, that story hasn't changed no. <laughs> ever because it's all based on like Chinese history, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the same thing over and over yeah. again. Yeah, but I mean, something like I, mean, I always go back to this. I know it wasn't this type of game once you got into it, but a game like um, Brutal Legend. I'd be happy if it was the first two hours over ten hours. That would have been fine sure. for me. Just you know, really, really well realized world, really funny, great story. Obviously, the metal stuff helps because I like metal. Uh, but just sort of you know, whacking a big axe hammer thing, that was fine. And I, I can do that with Dynasty Warriors. But after a few hours, I'm like, I just need something to grab on. And there's nothing to grab on here other than go kill the Chinese leader, well, yeah, which I kind of thing, already done. Is you know, people say, um, oh, it's the same game every time, and that's not entirely true because they do mix things up and they, well, do, they change do change, the change things. Yeah. But but they haven't changed enough of the core. Mm. And I think it's a shame because every game they have a new kind of like mode, which is they're like, the oh, this they, is new. They and they never advance really cool on it. stuff. But yeah, like they, it's always a little bit shaky, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah. Well, I well, mean, it's ambition mode. Ambition time, mode right? is what I was playing and I really enjoyed it. Um, and the idea is basically instead of having a normal campaign, you play lots of little missions and you collect resources and you build up your base. And it's really addictive. It's like because they're all just like five minute missions pretty much. Mm. And each time you get like one more thing, you can spend on something, upgrade this. But it's done in such a wonky yeah. way. Like the, the, the villagers who are walking around your little village that you're upgrading with the money and resources, like they've only got two character models. So all the women look exactly <laughs> yeah. the same. All the men look exactly the same. And they all say the same things. It's just like, come on, guys. It's hard to care about, like, it, isn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, it just means that you... It's still fun and it's still addictive, but you're very much aware that you're just smoking crack. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no substance to yeah. it. It's just like, I'm doing this because it's addictive. Yeah. And that's it. That's fair enough. Um, but it's just a great shame because you look at it and you go, you know what? This is simple and repetitive in terms of the combat. But if they just put a bit more love and detail into it, like imagine, for example, this is something that they did in um, the first Soul Calibur game, I think, or maybe the second, but they haven't Soul done since. It's vanished off the face of the yeah. earth, hasn't it? But do you remember they had like one that was like quest mode or something, right? Where. It was like you went around this world map. They made that in Tekken as well. I don't I know. Tekken, Tekken, Tekken did it. Yeah, it was rubbish though, wasn't it? It was awful, Tekken? but I like the idea. It was different concept. though in Tekken. Yeah. Yeah. They changed it into this kind of almost like a third person yeah, that's right. thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was rubbish. Well, in this, okay. it was like you earned money, uh, which you could use to unlock, like, I think you improved your character in Soul Calibur a little bit, or you bought better weapons that gave you more damage. And it was like really ropely done like the story was rubbish it's like oh now you're in a cave and you've got to fight people um but just having that little sense of a world map and moving around was really addictive and i sort of think like they, with they, soul calibur not with soul calibur with they, they have done it with empires empty that was the spin-off yeah. they in fact the but they always abandon their spin-off yeah exact tactics as well i i really enjoyed when that first came out and they 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 never feel finished and no. it's always like oh yeah this sounds like a good idea go just we'll put something out they literally like, it feels like they have like have ideas yep. and they never develop them and what they always fall back on is the traditional free mode and campaign mm. both of which are pretty stale and pretty rubbish and yet it's just a real shame because it's like you know what if you've made a little adventure where yeah. you you have to like take over if it, imagine even if it was just like risk and you're taking over the world. With yeah, it's like there's a bit more persistence to it. Yeah, so it's like yeah, maybe it's just yeah, a map of China and yeah. you know you lose areas and you can go and reinforce them and spend resources to make them stronger, but then go and take on missions. And 
They, like, that would be great fun. Mm. They do they they do try stuff like that, but we were talking about this the other day. It must be it must be weird to work on the Dynasty Warriors series for a long period of time because you are you're making the same game each each year with each edition, and the, you can see that they they do have these cool ideas, and that's how they kind of get their creativity into it yeah. through these little uh, extras. But yeah, they unfortunately have to keep relying on the main campaign, which is the same thing that we've played. It's just it's now. it's a it's a funny one, and actually fans get very very defensive about it very yeah. quickly. Um, but I mean the defenses really aren't fair. I mean people say, oh yeah, you know, with football games and stuff, it's not like they change football every every year, you know. So you you know you and you buy them every year, but it's like yeah, but the difference is that football like, you can't change the rules. Yeah. Whereas the mm. Dynasty Warriors, apart from the fact they have to have this set of Chinese historical figures, which I'm pretty sure they're not that accurately <laughs> and, yeah, represented <laughs> anyway. I think you can do whatever the fuck you want. You and, can have them in space. Exactly. <laughs> Dynasty, but they kind of did that with Gundam, I and guess. That was that kind was of fun. A, Gundam, Dynasty but... Warriors Gundam. Gundam versus Gundam. If anyone can explain that title to me, you know where I'm at. Please let me know. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's good, but it's not right. It's one of these things where it's like, I'm not going to slight it, and it's very easy to go, oh, Dynasty Warriors is fucking boring. It's not. It's quite fun. But it's a game which repeatedly lets itself down. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You can do more with that. You and it's just, it has no ambition. And it's annoying that they don't just go ambition. back to the drawing board. Yeah, it has an ambitious <laughs> mode, but no ambition. <laughs> And it's like oh the irony fragments of ideas, but you just like come on lads, either finish your game or just make it cheap. Yeah, I I, to- I, mean, I totally agree. I don't think you know Dynasty Warriors super fans that that is a unfair thing to say. You don't have to agree, but I definitely think there's logic there. Yeah, kaboom, kaboom. Has anyone else played any games this I've, week? I played something. Played uh, well. Me and me and Scam Jam over here. We played uh, World of Warplanes. World of War Fighter Pilot Bomber Planes. They disagree. Um, They were almost like fighting. I thought this was going to spark you out. Well, well. Anyway, pretty much the entire comment section on YouTube uh, was dominated by why aren't you playing this? Go play War Thunder instead, which is the competition to that. They're both free to play. They're both in beta at the moment, and they're both shit games where you control warplanes well Dave thinks they're both shit but I don't know how much I trust Dave's opinion <laughs> on games because he likes games that are really bad mm. so I'm going to hear that means he's a connoisseur of bad games I don't know so if I like it. games that are really bad but I do put myself through them but this is good anyway because Dave you don't like it and Chris you kind of like yeah. it right? I'll tell you what so we'll I'm do we'll to... listen to Chris's reasons for why he thinks these games okay. are good and then we will collaboratively decide whether or not his opinions are right or wrong right. Okay. well I'll, I'll, ju- I'll just run you through the moment where, I, where it clicked with me with War Thunder and sure. I'm not sure it's a game that all of you would want to play, but hopefully you'll see why I, I liked it. So the, the difference with World of Warplanes is kind of more arcade game. You keep going in and out of battles. And it has co- amazing very, very music quick. that plays constantly. Epic. Both of them do, actually. I do, okay, good. fair yeah. enough. Whereas um, with War Thunder, you, it's, they, they encourage you to play like more historical battles and actually take on a role within it. It's less just about going around killing all the opposition. It's more about trying to do whatever your role is within the battle. Anyway, we, I started one, um, I think it was like a, a battle in Sicily or something. I'm not too uh, familiar with the, the history of it. But I was controlling a bomber, like, uh, you know, a, a Lancaster bomber, is that what it's called? Probably. Anyway, fly, anyway, yes. Yeah. And, and they're, they're really massive. They don't maneuver very well and they're, they're quite slow. So it took me ages to get where I needed to go. This is War Thunder, right? Yeah, okay. this is War Thunder. And I had, uh, I had four bombs um, and I flew over to where the, the kind of the targets I was going to take out uh, were and then all the like kind of the fighters on my team were around me. I was the guy who was doing most of the bombing, and it took me took me ages to get over there. And it's it's kind of weird because the the other one's so arcadey. You're in the fight straight away. This one's like more of a build up to it. Sure. And I got over there. There was all this kind of anti air going on and explosions happening all around me. I was taking little bits of damage, kind of freaking out. But I managed to hit with like three out of my four bombs. I uh, hit the targets I was after. Good. I was really excited. 
but like kind of freaking out that once you die in one of these battles, you're out, you can't continue, you have to go and leave the lobby and hang your head in shame. Can you go and um, like just join another battle? Yeah, you can. Away? Yeah, but okay. um, I guess that'd be awful. It keeps you out for a day or something. <laughs> Come back tomorrow, mate. You shit. But anyway, I, I, I hit these hit these targets, did really well, and then turned around, and suddenly the rest of my team had wandered off somewhere to go and have more fun than I was. And I was, I had to. You have to go back to the airfield to kind of resupply. And uh, like two of their fighters on the other team started like chasing you. And you know, like in Top Gun, if if you have a plane behind you, pretty bad things are going to happen. And so I managed to kind of fend them off. with Top Gun now that we've told you to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it's, so true. It's every, it all the time. every day, Top Gun. You'll be trying to get us to play volleyball at lunchtime. <laughs> Naked, to think, rubbed Chris. up in oil. Yeah. Oh hey, Iceman. Iceman. <laughs> I'm not called Iceman, Chris. I'm called Matt, for fuck's sake. <laughs> that, scene, that scene, we were on the plane, weren't we, when you just glanced over and Tom Cruise was just oiled up playing volleyball oh, yeah, on the screen. I Simon, excited. I can explain what's going on here. <laughs> I can explain. What? Anyway, like, so I, I'm flying back and I, I switched to my other gun and fend off these two planes long enough for the rest my team and come and save me and like that that moment i may not have explained it that well but it was so tense because i'd been going through all this anti-air stuff and obviously if you die you're out and then two planes were behind me and i was in a really slow like kind of bomber that can't fend them off and just i I didn't even kill anyone like i'd been playing for about 10 minutes and i hadn't like killed any of the players but i'd managed to survive do my part of the mission which was get these bombs and i i was accurate so like i hadn't wasted my uh ammunition that i got and I managed to get back to the airfield and land the plane without blowing up. Big step forward for me, that. And it was just like one of the most tense experiences I've had with a video game recently, even though it was just me flying around in a plane and trying not to die and just get my little objective done within this There's huge battle taking place. There's games I've played where it's almost a bit simulation-y and you look at it and it looks like you're moving really slowly and nothing's really happening, but in your brain you're like, Yeah, you're just freaking out. If you know the actual sort of uh, events that are going on around you, yeah, because, that kind of justifies uh, my, my, my The bomber was quite important to this mission. If I'd lost that plane, then my team would have been, would have been screwed because we wouldn't be able to destroy uh. the ground stuff as quickly as other team. And so like, so, I, I was going crazy just trying to fend off these, these fighters that were behind me. Mm. And I managed to do it. And it was just... It's... That wasn't a plane. That was me disagreeing. Nice. Um, so I was going to say, have you played, you played the same bit? I don't agree that bombers are mission critical to start. Like, but did you play the same bit? Well, it depends it? if you're bombing... That if your fight, mission is to bomb way, the That, that fight went on for, for like about 45 minutes. No, but you don't need bombers to do that. You can still do it in another plane. It's just... Like... I know, but the, well, you, you're not in that mission. So, you would have got destroyed if you go down. Well, how, hang on, Dave. What's your experience of this game? And I mean in literally, terms of like, playtime. have you played it? I played Warplanes with you, Chris, mm-hmm. for what, about half an hour maybe? Yes. And then no. last night I played War Thunder for about 45 minutes. About okay. that. Um, look, I know I said they were shit earlier. They're not shit. They're just nothing new. They're not unique or original at all. If you've ever played a flying game, that, that's this. But it's just an online dogfighter. There's nothing special to it. It's... I just, I, I, I just think that sense of being part of an actual like, kind of battle and having a role within it, instead of having it just an arcade dogfight. I guess the mission is the difference, because I've not played, and they probably exist, but I've not played a, uh, an online kind of shooter where there are actually but I didn't, missions. I, did, I didn't feel like there was any role within a squad. Like I was playing last night. Did, you, what, feel... did you play the historical battle or the normal battle? Because uh, most, people, most people seem to encourage me in the comments. Whatever the default to, was. So, whatever the default uh, was. That, that's different. That's an arcade game. That's the arcade stuff similar to Warplanes then. Oh. Oh, trust me if yeah, you, Dave I'm sorry but your opinion is irrelevant so uh, what, what is the, what's the difference what's the arcade so, the, that one's just you kind of <laughs> you jump in a battle and kill all the other guys as quickly as possible and why, but why didn't you like that no, there must be... no I was still doing battles where you have to take out ground installations and stuff I thought well, well maybe there are, well. so basically my game I, I had about three or four get, no a bit more than that four or five maybe 
two teams start on the opposite side of the map, all in fighters or bombers, whatever you want to yeah, be. You, oh, yeah, you can sort of win by taking out the objectives. You can take each other out, and that's how you win, or you take out... What, for dinner? <laughs> yeah. Or hey, you babe. take out each other's ground <laughs> forces to win. Oh, baby, you're looking fine <laughs> in yeah, your bomber. I, it's just IL2 Sturmovic, Sturmovic online. And it's made by the same team that did IL2. It's Gai, Gaijin, I think they're called. Yeah, that's right. They did, uh, so, what's it called as well, the, an Xbox Live. Yeah, you see, I find, I've played Birds quite a few uh, Gaijin games and I find them all a bit dry. But I, 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 I just find them dry. But I think it, I think it is a, a flavour thing. I think it's what, if you like... Yeah. Actually, um, I think I think Chris, you like them, and Dave, you don't. I think that's. I don't think they don't sound like they're doing anything brand new, but that does seem to see the distinction mm. here. It's For just, me, it's like X Wing versus Tie Fighter or Crimson Skies, or get the fuck out. Yeah. That's like that's how yeah, I. I think I'm with that. I, yeah, like, yeah. I can't be arsed with the World War Two things. I like the idea of it. Yeah. Ooh, World War Two. But then I'm so dear. I'm like these things are fucking slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fight lasers. They are, they are. Like it, it. Like I said, it took like a good five or six minutes to even get into the fight. It, it is slow. It's just. Whether or not you like being part of that kind of, you would not be converted. Like if you, whatever you think of dogfighters at the moment, these will not change. Yeah, your no, I, I agree think with that. you, Dave, would like some more instant gratification. Whereas um, Chris, you're happy to sort of let it build up and see where you get to in an hour. Or I so. think it's just the tone. No, I, just I think, think it's the... something about World War Two dogfighters that I find inherently boring. But they always just descend in the same thing. You just chase the other plane on its tail. And I think it's, it's the a... realism I don't like. It's the way that they do. They, they've made it so that you can't just turn on a pin and like you know start zapping things and that's yeah. why I loved stuff like my fun and favourite early games was Terminal Terminal Velocity which was an old PC game uh, like but it was awesome because you could like fly above the clouds yeah. really quickly and yeah. go and, into underground the, volcanoes the, 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 and, but a lot yeah. of dog fun games do just turn into chase the red that's dot the thing, don't there's they? nothing particularly yeah. wrong with either of these they're just mm. pretty standard I tell you what I was was impressed with, just with both Warplanes and War Thunder, I know they're in beta at the moment, so it might not be that um, close to the actual end product, but the way it handles the free-to-play market is actually really good. Um, like you, the, you can buy planes uh, using money straight away, but those planes can also be unlocked um, as you go on. Are, the planes that you buy aren't better than the ones that you would unlock just from playing yourself. And it just... I, I was... I've kind of been burnt by a lot of free-to-play games recently, and I kind of went that into that with, thinking... It did do that thing with me, though, where it flashed up saying, hey, you earn this much XP. If you were a premium yeah, customer, you yeah. you'd have earned one and a half well, times more. That's fine. Fair enough, I'm not, fair I'm enough, not... but it still does that thing of pushing. That does help with World War II, though, because I assume that people want to buy the planes. <laughs> but I mean, that if you're like a World War II enthusiast... <laughs> World War II yeah. had loads of XP. No, 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 no. What I mean is, like, I mean, with Chris's point... <laughs> you want premium? No, but, like, you know, if you're a World War II enthusiast and you can buy this magic plane that everybody knew about, that is what excites you rather than it's a better plane. Yeah. It's a plane that and, I research and know about. If you buy a better plane, usually they're separated into different games because they're ranked. Uh, so Sounds pretty good. If it was modern, I think I'd get more enjoyment out of it. If it had funkier... Like... I don't think that's a fault on the game, oh, though, is it? What's it called? What's the Namco No, game I think called? that's what we're saying. Yeah. It's not yeah. a fault of the game. I think it's basically... Unfortunately, Ace combat. these things... Ace combat, it's like, you. Because, you know... It's one of those situations where Gaijin have been making this sort of game for a while, and it's like, if you're not interested in it already, you're mm, not going to be now. But if you are interested already, you're probably familiar with it. Mm. So it's one of those really boring situations like where flat, we don't yeah. really have any in, anything to add. No. So we should probably move on. I think it'll be successful. I think it'll do quite well from there. Are a lot of people playing it. Yeah, there's like 30,000. I, like I want to like these things, but I can never get into them. Yeah. Yeah. I might look into World of Tanks. People keep saying, Matt, what do you think of World of Tanks? And I'm like, I think do on Xbox, isn't it? Yeah, 360 is coming, yeah. Play on a fucking Xbox. Xbox can touch my willy. What have you been playing like properly, Dave? Bugger all. Oh, okay. Well, there we go then. Nothing. Is that a game? Is that like an indie game or does that actually mean nothing? Uh, yeah, I made it myself. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a Pokemon ripoff. I'm really looking yeah, forward really, to really Disney. dark one. To Disney Infinity. When's that out? When's out? Same day as Splinter Cell. 
Wow. Which one Bursi. am I going to get? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but there's XCOM as well that day. I was going to say this one's going to speak to Sal. Well, like, why? Because I don't like Skylanders. I think it's fine it exists. Yeah. I just don't like it for me. I don't resent the fact that it well, exists. If, if kids like it, good for I them. I actually resent the fact it exists. I do. Yeah. Well. Hey, yeah. oh, I think well, it's horrible. But never mind. Kids like, I know a kid, my, ne- is he my nephew, my cousin's son. What's that? Second cousin. Well, this is the thing, right? The argument, it, the argument so. for Skylanders is, but kids like it. And it's like, yeah, but kids would like a big fucking bag of sugar if you put it in front of them. We've been exploiting kids for oh. <laughs> a giant bag of sugar. Here you are, kids. What do you they'd think of like this? I love it. I love it. They'd like it for it's a fine. quarter. They'd be like, "Well, sick, mum." Oh, the kids yeah, like it. We broke fine. something. That's fine. It's the power. Yeah, no, it's the other cable. The one near me has come out. Of okay, wicked. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's just. Uh, I really don't. I, I think it's got better since then. But the first Skylanders game, I think I reviewed it, and it, it was twenty-five minutes into the game before it came up with an advert for something you didn't have. Mm-hmm. And it's like the fact that you you go and do these secret little. Oh, you've done this side mission quest thing. What what's my reward? Hey, here's a special move for a character that you don't own. Yeah, it's and here's. Do you want to see the character you own? Yeah, and then it shows you. And actually, the thing that I found horrible about that game was that the, the coolest things in that game, the bits where you felt like the most polish had gone into it and the most detail were these 15-second videos showcasing toys that you don't own yet. It was like, it was yeah. adverts. And it's like, I looked at it and thought, yeah. this is genius because what this is, is this is a game which you can play in little chunks and it has that kids' TV style like pacing of like easy little chunks, lots of variation. But instead of having adverts in between for other products, you have adverts for your products within it. And it's just like, it's fucking genius, yeah. but it's fucking cynical. I agree with you, but I think the biggest problem is it's fucking made a billion dollars. I know. So oh, yeah. it's like, well, you're not going to stop now, are you? Uh, you're going to keep doing it. It's like, my opinions don't matter at all. But the but, big you know. thing here is, we're talking about kids. Dave likes these games. Is I don't it, mean that patronising. <laughs> I mean, genuinely. No, I, I meant it seriously. I'm totally offended. No, 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 I didn't mean that. I meant it seriously. It's a question you're asking, what's wrong with Dave? Yeah. <laughs> now I have two questions for you, Dave, yeah. to return the favour. Why yeah. do you like being Question <laughs> one is why you like these games and two what apart from it being Disney does Disney Infinity set anything apart or is it just Skylanders with Disney characters which is a selling point don't get me wrong I understand why people would like that yeah well I'll answer, I'll answer the second one first <laughs> but I refuse to answer your first question I will stay in the reason, yeah, that, the reason I asked, answer the second one first is because I've forgotten the first one objection <laughs> we'll do second um, first Sky, uh, Disney Infinity is apparently quite a bit different to Skylanders so the original Skylanders was essentially like a Diablo for kids where you had all these different characters and each one would level up the more you did with them yep. essentially and it was like a dungeon type thing but not just in dungeons it's like Diablo light essentially yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Disney Infinity is totally different it has all these different play sets which yeah you have to buy it comes with three of them apparently um, you buy them on top they're 30 quid each which is it's a lot of a money. lot for yeah. what is essentially yeah. on disc DLC yeah um but apparently they're all totally different. So Cars is more like a racing thing. It's an open world so racing environment. when you buy a character, it's a new kind of little mini game almost. Um, each character has their own missions, which Skylanders it's, doesn't do. Sky I get Landers... the impression it's going to be more like, because I played Toy Story 3, because uh, I think uh, Dan Mayer, otherwise known as Mr. Pointyhead. Everyone he went mad about the sandbox. Well, he was banging they? on about yeah. how much fun it was. Yeah. And I was hung over, so I went to Asda and bought it for 20 quid. <laughs> and I actually had loads of fun with it. Because it was a bit like a light version of GTA in Toy Story Land-ish. <laughs> and it was like really small, like really small that area. incredible. But it was like, it wasn't like a whole city or anything, but it was like, there were lots of little side missions to do. Like collecting stuff. Robbing banks. Was... A lot of stuff to collect. Yeah. But I liked all the little things like you find the army men and then you do the parachutes and yeah. you land. It was just like, it kept me really entertained. So that's like the separate, there's a second mode for Disney Infinity, which is Toy Box, which is similar to that. But I yeah. don't think it has all that stuff preset. I think it's just a blank canvas, go and make your own version of that. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, because so, it is an open world thing. So you, when you buy a new set of characters, that will unlock a new area Yeah, of the and there's world, all these maybe? different, I think they call them play discs or something, which are essentially acting like, almost like sticker albums, where you can buy little packs of these play discs and they add modifiers to your characters and new items for the worlds and like new guns. It's new... incredibly complicated. It does, but I worry that it's just going to be, because the thing about, I like Toy Story 3. Um, sandbox mode because of the fact that you you kind of gradually got things like gifts and they were new buildings and it was a bit like Animal Crossing or something in the fact that you start off with this yeah, like little barren little sand area yeah. and then you're like oh now you build your house yeah. you build a thing and you could customise all the buildings and customise what all the people living in your town look like and change their clothes um, but it meant that you kind of gradually unlocked stuff but it was like the element of like mystery and I really liked the way you'd be like what am I going to get next and then it'd be like yeah. I've got a little sports car and like yeah. I've got a horse. And like, yeah, but and now that's going to happen through what yes. you're buying. And this is the thing that I'm not sure about because what I liked about the Toy Story 3 sandbox mode was the fact that it felt like there was so much stuff to unlock and it was like this mystery of not knowing what was going to get next. And yeah, no barriers to stop yeah, you. Yeah. Because obviously there was no monetization. Mm-hmm. That. It was just like, it felt like um, really generous. Yeah. And yeah. So and is it, if I, if I buy the Jack Sparrow pack that unlocks the water bit, is that right? So Disney Infinity, it comes with The Incredibles, it comes right. with Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. And it comes with Monsters, Monsters University. Yeah. Oh, University. But it only comes with one character from each of those. Um, you can buy additional characters for each. I think they go up to about four characters for each one. Good grief. Kind of thing. Why are you and okay they have their that? own that missions. Sounds, that right. sounds like it's uh, just going to cost you a fortune if you actually want to get a good sample of the game. Yeah. But I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is gonna, it is ridiculous. I don't agree with the costs involved at yeah. all. Like each but character... you like the game itself, you like the way it's sort of laid out. Well, I haven't it? played the final game yet. I played Skylanders, it. you kind of you get like that kind of... <laughs> You see, you can't really compare it to Skylanders. The only okay, way you can compare enough. it to Skylanders it's, is just in the toy collecting. Yeah. It's got right, okay, like Portal of Power, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Sky, I, to answer you the first one, I don't know why I like Skylanders. I don't know. I don't know Well, what... the thing is, a lot of people do just like collecting toys. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I've met lots of adults who just really, really like collecting toys. It's I, not something I understand, but... I've, I've barely bought any Skylanders because I don't like the character design. Fair but enough. But Disney, yeah, I can see myself buying... How much? How much of the game? Still fifty quid, and the you game, get three characters. Well, I think the game is actually sixty quid, and you get three characters. Three characters, three and, worlds. And you buy sets. You can't buy individual characters after that. You have to buy yeah. the sets. I think there are six that the there can be six in total that roll out within the first twelve. That months. is going to make so much money that game. And I, but what, they, what they're doing is they're, they're trying to move away from movie tie-ins. They're just going to release play sets for each film that comes out. Well, the thing is, though, I mean, I don't know. I think they've got the the licensing and franchising locked down, but what Activision had that, that Disney don't is a really good experience of making good games. And mm. Activision threw a lot of money at making Skylanders sure... Skylanders wasn't a particularly good game. It the was, second one was, though, was it called? Giants. Giants. It, it was simple. Wasn't that supposed to be quite good, Giants? It felt like a kind of China-made, China-produced thing. No, I think it was. I don't know, no. I think... Not like Alice Madness Returns. Felt like it'd been made in a factory. No, what... Well, no, it, I know what you mean. It, it That's felt the best bland. description of that game I've ever heard. <laughs> it does Alice though, Manifold, it? Like the fact it did, yeah. It Skylanders did. felt bland, but it didn't feel like it was um, cheaply produced. I think it was a bit like lacking in soul, but I think it was focus tested to hell, and I think they knew what they were doing. It was quite clever yeah. in terms of how it was produced. It wasn't produced in an interesting way, but it definitely... I know what you mean. It had that um, processed feel to it. It didn't feel like it... It didn't have much love in it. I hate but, to use the word. We always hate using this word, but it didn't have that kind of kiddie charm. It wasn't charming. No, it wasn't. It, it, and that's why I didn't like it. it. It didn't really have any life or charm in yeah. the way that something like, um, think of like a game like Psychonauts, which had a really kind of a childish style and it was really kind of like whimsical. Mm. But then also 
it had these streaks of madness and genuine dark. moments of yeah, dark. yeah dark. but also like even with the fun stuff it was like had sort of elements that added like real layer of, of charm I think that might so. change for the next one it's a new developer I at guess the end of the year it's Swap Force they called it new Skylanders yeah but um, well it's got to the point where it doesn't swap, matter anymore Swap Force Swap Force oh. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to bother with it it's just <laughs> Swap Force put your money in Spiro. Disney Skylanders Spyro right? kicks through a window yeah. <laughs> but why, why where's the girl where's the girl I'll breathe fire get on the fucking floor I think this I'll is fucking actually your happening face in the fire. podcast get on the fucking floor Spyro I'm sorry what was that about Nintendo Pokemon Pokemon surely collect all the Pokemon use them in your Pokemon game you know what if Nintendo wasn't so fucking slow to do anything I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I'm sorry they can't even work out the internet there's no way they can create a <laughs> I, collectible I, and you know what if they did though if they made some sort of Pokemon spin-off where you actually could use the plushies or something then that would be awesome yeah. but it also wouldn't work because it would take away the whole element of Pokemon being like yeah, imagine totally. playing through the whole game and you've only got three yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bollocks instead of collect them all it would just be buy them all and yeah. it just got, hasn't got the same kind of it's like it, it? you throw a Pokeball at the Pokemon and then it, it, you open it up and it's just like a QR code in there <laughs> it takes you to a website 4 99 yeah. pops out there you go it's like hey you've caught it we, oh, all, but... we all laugh but when it comes out later in the year we'll all hang our heads Man. in shame imagine that if it was like you could still catch Pokemon but to unlock the Pokeballs yeah. again yeah the Pokeballs <laughs> just kind of lock shut you need, yeah. you need a oh, special oh no you need key. to pay Professor Oak 400 we're Pokemon all, bucks. Professor it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. I think that's the most intellectual conversation about that run of games anyone's ever had. <laughs> I think so. Um, and on that note, we should probably jump ahead to some... Uh, some do we have any news, Dave, in your well, canon? I the news a, canon! I have a picture of a vagina in front of me, if that's what you're referring to. No. That's not even a joke <laughs> as well. Like, honestly, I you thought actually, he was joking was, when he said it. Was that what you were referring look, to? There's even a bit of hair. It really does look like that. I think wow, they must yeah. have known what they were doing. So basically, Dave, you tell it, because otherwise it does sound like we're just talking about vaginas now. Sim City developers are creating vaginas. <laughs> it does look Honestly, like that's what they really released on their thing they must know what it looks like it creative directors like it. are now gynecologists and I'm making games uh, so yeah well, so, well this so, is really Chris's story really Chris wanted to talk about this he probably knows a bit it, more than me well, it's just the, the what is it you made me print this off for you Chris <laughs> you I, well, it's, just, it's like three of the three of the, three of the top SimCity guys have left EA to make their own Dude, indie studio they are recovering Chris. but they're making AAA game developers Chris can I just say I know you haven't been yeah. in full time employment for very long. I know. But you should know that printing that sort of stuff mm-hmm. off at work, yeah, uh, printing man. off p- colour pictures NFS like that at work, oh, I made Dave print is it a off. really good way to get yourself in a lot of trouble. I, Dave printed it. I'm, I, he, he may suggest that. That's a good point. It's going to be on his it. account. So yes. right. you're fucked, Dave. <laughs> but yeah, so the SimCity guys are leaving to make simulations. Yeah, on, yeah. on the an iPad, iPad which is kind of disappointing to hear. I don't know. Yeah, but on an iPad, it's cheaper, isn't it? Like, there's yeah, no way yeah, they could do it like, for a PC or a console yeah. and stuff. But surely... And we, we need to quickly explain why there was a picture of a vagina. What is the picture supposed to be? Well, I don't know. It has it's supposed to be a volcanic plume. Hot yes. plume rising from below. Hot plumes rising from below. So, so it is going to be like a, a SimCity type game where you create your own world. It doesn't say. No, I, I, It's a simulation about the dawn of life on Earth, oh. about lava, water, oh, yeah. rock, and the emergence kind of, sounds like what I just of the freaking first volcanoes, primordial man. creatures. I think I'm going to give the point to Simon. <laughs> yeah. you know, get half a point. <laughs> I think this is really interesting, though, because these guys are three of the top leads, right? Mm. And it, yeah, Oh, yeah. What, what, give, what are the titles, Dave? Creative director. Spelt wrong. PC gamer. 
gameplay lead <laughs> and lead up. Dude, you can't print off other people's news and then, and then, then read it out and then, read it out and then slag them off for any spelling mistakes. He's not wrong. As the deputy news editor of the website, I think you're going to have to hang your head in shame for at least five minutes after we finish. Jesus. But this is interesting, right? This is interesting, the fact that they're doing this because it says to me... Sorry. Sorry. It's just a combination of hilarity and pure shame. Oh, pure shame. oh God. Uh, 100 points of pure shame damage. <laughs> Boom, cuts through armour. Oh, um, it is interesting. It almost looks like that's EA going, oh, we're not going to do another SimCity game. <laughs> yeah, they weren't pushed, right? They've left on their own accord. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if basically the whole Ferrari around SimCity has just like broken it. I think they maybe had big plans for doing interesting stuff with SimCity. Yeah, but now they can't, can they? Because they're completely no. hamstrung. And you know what? It's been so disappointing because I had so much hope for the way that SimCity might evolve post-launch, i.e. they might actually get it working yeah, properly. Okay. And <laughs> I assume that would happen Yeah, because it's still really buggy with some of the online stuff. Uh, last time I played it, which was a couple of months ago, admittedly, but it just felt like they had this awesome idea for an online community-based game and then they didn't actually make it interesting enough to warrant the system. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but they might. They might mm. adapt things. And they haven't. And they had, I had all these cool ideas about how they could do that with DLC. But all we fucking had is like, oh, here's a Colgate-sponsored electric car stand. Or here's a blimp mm. with, yeah. a, with a like Nivea logo on it. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, this isn't well DLC. Out, is it? Yeah. All their DLC for it has been like The Sims, of being like, hey, guys, do you want to pay real-world money so we can promote Ikea in your game? Yeah. It's like, no, how about not, you fucking really. stuff? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah. I'm really annoyed by it, but, and I imagine they are as I well. Think, and, and also the fact that, that these three guys are actually branding their new studio as X, what, what was it, Recovering X AAA Recovering. Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, we, we don't work with EA anymore. They made us do all these evil things, promise. Uh, yeah, but now we're going to make know. really fun games. We'll never know the truth that, but I reckon... I Whatever they do, I bet is niche and a bit fun. But it will never sort of... It won't, you know, I hope it prove me wrong. You know, by all means, prove me right. I don't mean to be pessimistic. But if they're developing for an iPad and it's just a few dudes, I can't imagine it'll be anything more than like a bit of passing like, yeah. fun. You're going like to struggle to get back to the same From thing. Dust was good. Wasn't quite good enough. The but, mechanic yeah. from From Dust really was good. Dust. The actual yeah. game itself. Yeah. No, I think that's you know, it's a smart idea, especially you know, people like, oh, not iPad, but if you're a small studio and you want to make a bit of cash, get yourself floated, yeah. it's just the way to and do the, it. It does sound like they want to move to PC at some point after that. Yeah, so sure. if they can make a fun simulation game for the well, iPad. Well, it's quite easy to pour something on. And just kind of, yeah. Make a bit of money on the iPad and then pour it over to Greenlight or something. Bosh! The, the only reason it. I wanted to share that story is just that I found it interesting that they were branding themselves as no longer with the EAA. Sure. Next! <laughs> Formula One has pissed me off. I like the way you just it's screwed gone. up the news. Yeah. But you didn't write. At this point, you've got to start wearing shorts, Scandal. The heat has got to your head and you've gone insane. It's like, now the news story has been told. The news can be destroyed. Destroy the news. So Formula One this year is all about the cars. And That's a great news story. Next. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, main thing, the main thing is about the classic content, right? Oh, so mate, honestly, the number of fucks I could give about cars yeah. are equated to the number of fucks you give about World War II planes. Yeah. So let's hurry this one up. Uh, there aren't as many classic cars in the normal edition. Right. Well, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Because this did, this did cause a bit of a, a debate yesterday. Basically, I screwed it's up. too late. He screwed, <laughs> screwed up and got the room. So, no, what they, is they it? revealed the new F1. We should probably mention this early, actually. They revealed the new F1 2013 this week or last this week. week this, this week. week. And basically, the big push for this year is it's got classic content in it. But rather like than old just old cars, yeah, which for people that love it is a big deal because you've got <laughs> Nigel Mansell and you've got Alan, you've got uh, well, you know, all the old races, all the old cars, uh, all of them. 
Well, the center's not in it, it yet, what but, you buy. but give it time. But this is the point. There's two editions. There's a standard edition, right. and for 10 quid more, you get the classic content edition, which sure. has all... There is some classic... Basically, like you're edition. just buying DLC with the But game. the other thing is, if you spend more money on that one, you then, you're also getting the season pass content. So any DLC that comes out after I that, you've already oh, paid for. Is that true? That's what everyone, that's what everyone has said. That's not been reported anywhere, and it's not is in their not? press release, it's not on their official staff. Okay, so basically, the, the back and forth here is, if that is the case, and you do get all the DLC... It doesn't make a difference. It depends if you agree with that model as or not. Is, but that's though, still the model everyone's as doing. As it is, it's basically just day one DLC that you can choose to buy with the game. Yeah, but but if that is their new thing, if they, like the big new this thing is the F1 game is, is, is the classic well. cars. You, why you make that separate from the game? What happens if you buy the normal game? What what's but the it, I, well, you must be able to buy it as a DLC. Yeah, uh, no, I get that. But I just mean you can buy it as DLC. This is what you think up. as well, David. You think it should be all in one. I think if that's your big push for this year, yeah. then you put it on the disc. Put it on the disc for everyone. I don't know. I think it's just the way that it has to be now. Unfortunately, I think the, the, these AAA games Maybe cost so should. much to be Maybe made. That right? is the way it has to be, but it shouldn't. Well, no, but what do you want? It's it's one of these things, right? Where people want like a super realistic, photo realistic F one game, right? But not that many people are going to buy it. So the cost of producing the game is really high, and it means that. If you, have, if you have something that's incredibly expensive to make and you don't have enough fans to make the money for that, then your only option is either make something that's less expensive to make, which means you don't get your photorealistic game, you get your simple game, or you charge people who really, really want it a bit more money. One of the things I didn't like that was it's just, said... It's rubbish, but it's just... I mean, I, that's why I don't buy photorealistic games anymore. I, I buy cheap PC yeah. indie games because it's like you pay a tenner, you get a game that looks a bit rough, mm-hmm. job done. I can't remember who said it. It was someone on the F1 team, and I am paraphrasing, but he basically said, like, people have bought one or two Formula One games from us, but they haven't bought every single one. Right. And this is the, the year that they're hoping people will upgrade to Formula like One. Like FIFA. So, yeah, this, this is the year, year everyone yeah. will buy it again because of the classic content. It's like... Yeah, that's, I mean... That's shitty. If that's the reason for you to buy it, and then you're taking the piss by splitting it off into two different editions. It's one of those things where I guess people have to vote with their wallets, and I, I get the impression that motorheads particularly usually have a bit more flashy cash than usual and will happily spend the money to do it. I'd certainly be intrigued, because I think, to me, it's like, I, with F1 fans as well, and I like F1, like, I'm not like a hardcore guy, but I always watch it uh, when it's on, is some people don't, they want to play the F1 game in the new cars, because driving an old F1 car is like driving, you know, like a shopping trolley around, around the track. <laughs> and some people don't want that. They're so invested in the new stuff, they only want that. So I kind of get why there's a split, but yeah. at the same point, you know, 10 years ago, we would have just got one game and you just don't choose to play the classic content. But that is where we are now. That's it's what everybody does. Are. So it's and difficult to say don't do it It's in the same way that, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it sucks that we've got this system whereby, you know, you have like the whole thing of uh, the few have to kind of support it, you know, having that hardcore fans. And it's all, it all boils down to the pricing being wrong, you know, if, you, the the, peop, the number of people That's are willing thing, to go yeah. out and buy an F1 game 40 quid is quite small yeah, the so they have to make it so the people who are willing to spend 40 quid know, are willing to spend 50 as Formula well Formula 1's always done very well it's always performed very well well I don't know well the last the last years we did do well last years I think this argument would be redundant if one was 20 quid one was 30 quid yes precisely That's yeah. what I'm talking about it's, yeah. just, it's just the fact that uh, as it is they have such a high price point because quid, of retail 50 quid plus is Ooh, it's a lot of money, 50 quid plus. But the it's thing like, is, you know, it is a lot, lot of money. money. But if you're already willing to drop 40, you're likely to drop Yeah, 50. for more content, it's true. Whereas the difference between 20 and 30 is like, you know, mm. if, they, if they made it, I don't even fucking like cars, but if they made it so it's like the main game, 15 quid, deluxe edition, 25, then people who love it will happily pay 25. And you know what? I might have a Bosch for 15. But, but th- it, you know. the thing is, the license costs a lot of money and it did do well yeah. last year. And if this works, right or wrong, it's the way it is. 
I don't know. The whole thing, the whole way that the industry is trying to deal with this situation of just being able to make enough money to make these games is interesting. I think the best case scenario is no more big studios, frankly, or very few big studios, because the whole thing of having 500, 700 people making a game, A, is so expensive that it means that the games have to be expensive in some way or another. And sell 10 million And that means you're either like, you know, you make it really expensive when it comes out or you have a really dodgy DLC thing or in micro I think what we're getting now is going to keep getting happen. You'll get more, you know, these mid-level developers are dropping like flies still. So I do think it'll be this case of, I think, I think there'll be still a few of them, but these huge yeah. super studios like, the, you know, the Ubisoft teams, Infinity Ward... Uh, Just within Rockstar, the racing genre, EA's there's, there's a lot of competition with the big studios. That's there, the thing, and I think that money. will stay, and then it'll be indie games, and there'll be a few sort of mid-level guys that hang on, unless something huge happens and the model changes, but I do think it's getting harder and harder. I'm trying yeah. to think of a game now, I can't think of a game. What's a middling game? Oh, uh, Ninja so Theory, unfortunately, they make good games, but they don't sell, so I put them in there, really. Like, yeah. It's get tougher and tougher for them because if the games don't sell, pff, we can I just do? think games from smaller studios are... in there. I think Codemasters probably fit in there. But F1 does yeah. sell a lot, though. So it kind of saves Last them. year's one, I don't think they've But I think Codemasters are in it. I mean, I don't think this is a wise decision. I don't think they're. I, I think that people they're are trying to stay alive. They're yeah. trying to stay alive. That's this the is thing. the thing is that actually it's a survival decision for Codemasters because yeah. Codemasters have been in a bad situation for a long time. And I've got no sympathy for them just because they were once rude to me about something. So, <laughs> fuck for a lot of you, basically. Oh, Good luck, lads. Uh, no, Goodness me. Wow. That is evil. Jeez. It's all coming out. That is, that is. I, I said, I thought that, um, that uh, Red River, um, Operation Flashpoint Red River, was a tasteless um, representation of war. And uh, I got kind of people going, oh, he's a Nancy boy, isn't he? He doesn't like, oh, he can't deal with swearing. Um, so I just thought, oh. Screw you guys. Dying your sleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you don't have a job in a few years' time, I'm not going to cry. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, any more news we got? Not really. No? There's something about Wait, GTA. No, I would have mentioned in passing, that because everyone kicked off about it, and I just want to say, because GTA 5, they've announced that the, the staggered, where you can actually get to control the characters. Yeah. You don't just get start off. Not a problem. It's fine. It'll work. news to yeah, me? Because that's, that's like... I assume that would be the case anyway. It's the first time. But more importantly, it, so. the Ultimate Warrior. Now, I, I hate all pre-order bonuses, right? I hate them all. I've never pre-ordered anything in my entire life. But... Not once. Yeah, it's coming. But no. Not once. Not, but it's not even that. I think, you know what? It makes no difference to my life. Absolutely. If people want to buy pre-order stuff, fine. Buy your pre-order stuff. I probably won't ever do it. Asterix. But <laughs> if you want to do it, I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a good thing. Whatever. Thing, so, so what's happened time. to change your mind, but Simon? But WWE 2K14 <laughs> announced this week that if you pre-order, you get to play as the Ultimate Warrior. Now, he's been in other games. He's in All-Stars and he was in um, other games. But this is like, he's properly involved. He's been doing interviews. He did a trailer. It's like he's back. Forget the fact he's a terrible human. Paul seems to be a terrible <laughs> human being. Just, t- just remember what, when you were like eight years old, and I, you know, I want to probably pre-order you know when it. You were, probably you, pre-order. you know when you were confused earlier about how Skylanders managed to uh, convince Dave that he should buy them. Yes. I'm seeing, I'm seeing this in you right now. <laughs> no, well, but you don't understand the Ultimate Warrior. I've got to pre-order ult- it. I do, I have got to have the Ultimate Warrior in my game. Oh, I just have to. Anyway, well, I'd, I'd say that. That, that, generally speaking, pre-ordering games is never in your best interest. Nope. Um, but obviously... Oh, no, I don't, I don't like it at all. They've, just, got, they've got into your skull and done terrible things to you. I just have to play as the Ultimate Warrior. What have they done to <laughs> no, you? There's an exception to every rule. And that is and the, 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 Ultimate Warrior. No exception. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's better than like, you know, here's a, a different coloured leotard. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks I get a character right. But yeah, it's still, it's still not a good thing. But then some I, people say, why don't I get the old warrior in a normal game? Well, yeah, I totally agree with that. It's fine. But He'll be funny DLC. enough, um, I treat racing games in the same way as wrestling games. I just don't, don't, don't give a care. shit. <laughs> so whatever, Codemasters. Would you pay £10 more to get the Ultimate Warrior? No, but it costs the same amount, there so it's go. fine. There you go. 
And I'll well, give enough shits for both of us, Matt. Don't you worry yeah. about that. Don't I'll be giving all my shits for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's very sweet of you. And if you could care about planes for me, and yeah. if you could care about cars, cars, then I'll I'll about cars. what a well-rounded yeah. package. Yeah, man. It's what a well-rounded package. Oh. <laughs> we don't have a picture of that to print <laughs> off. Uh, and now let's do some questions. So we've got some questions to forum. Chris oh, has managed Chris. to trap it under Old his chair. Old man Chris has done his back in. Oh, no. Oh, that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. You're I'm lucky we don't film this. I'm not the questions on the floor. <laughs> when people keep asking why we don't film it, well, that's why. Because yeah. Chris um, is, in fact, a geriatric man <laughs> wearing lots of makeup. Hides it so well. Okay, from the forums, we've got this from PB Live. Uh, how many of you are game hoarders, or do you immediately get rid of a game when you completed it? I'd, I'm the worst hoarder. I'd ever. like to be I a game hoarder. To my brother. It's just expensive. You make it sound like he's like on an island. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm you that. Dear brother, I send you this in the hope <laughs> you are well. You well yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd have like a sharing system. Just like I finish it, he plays it and same team, he'll send it to me. Again yeah, when similar. He's done, so. well, I, I used to trade in a lot of games, I know it, which is uh, a whole different topic in its own, but because of that, I haven't really managed to go, hoard a Dave whole has lot. thousands. Dave has I got believe. every game ever. I have a ridiculous How many do you have actually? Guess, guesstimate. What games in total? Yeah. Or I can say over a hundred. Oh, obviously over a hundred. Currently, I think I've got about six hundred three sixty games. Incredible! Look they made six hundred Xbox three sixty games. I know game Between stores that don't have that many Xbox games. <laughs> well, in. I know a lot of game stores don't have that many. This office doesn't have that many games yeah. in it. I tend to just. Um, I still have a lot of games. I don't really hoard them purposefully, though. I used to when I was younger. I don't have that many old games because. A lot of them I gave to people. So yeah, when I too. kind of like, because yeah. I used to know loads of people who play games, I used to be like, oh, have this. And I just lent them to people indefinitely. And I've probably done that with 360 games. I've probably got about 20 or 30 games, which I've just given to people. And and one day never you, you'll, got back. you'll re- recollect those loans. I've not really asked. I mean, it's yeah, like, I'm not going to play Arkham Asylum ever again. So I lent that to a mate of mine and I hope he had fun with it. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, I've got shitloads because obviously, you know, writing you end up getting a lot of uh, especially when I was writing for magazines you end up getting a lot oh, of loads, yeah. a lot of review codes a lot of promos uh, I did actually have a thing of being like I cannot have this much of my room taken up with them so I, I have thrown away all the promo cases and just kept the things it's quite nice to have a little archive as well because if in a few years time I sort of think oh, I'd quite like to go and check that out again I would um, I would be up for the digital world coming here sooner though I'm well yeah. happy with turning all my games digitally now I mean to be honest well, the main reason it. I kept a hold of a bunch of them from 360 games was because I thought well I might want to go and capture some video of it mm. but now it's just like well I'll just get it off YouTube you know? yeah. So yeah, no, it's true. somebody else has already put it up there so it's in not a like way, it's any different is it like, no like, that's the thing I just I, apart from I'd like to get like what I do with music now all digitally apart from when something I really care about comes out and hopefully they do some cool collector's edition and I can buy yeah. that I'm well up for that kind of model but I don't, int- I don't intentionally hoard anymore it's like no, I've I got a lot yeah. of games but if somebody wandered into my bedroom and went oh can I have those five games I'd probably just go yeah whatever yeah, I didn't hard to let go yeah, yeah, feel free to pop over yeah. yeah that's great why do you find it hard to let go because you must have games you're never going to play again just everything though it's not just games I just like <laughs> maybe <laughs> ask it's hard to let go Chris, sometimes maybe ask another question quick before it gets sad uh, uh, Quick this is a quick coming. one. This is from Not Matt Lees. So there you are. Uh, <laughs> okay. what, what's your favourite word? Everyone got a favourite word? I, I've got uh, one. Ridiculous. I've got one, yeah. Ridiculous. That's, that's, that's I say good. that a lot. Boisterous. I've never heard you say the word boisterous. I, well, it's a favourite one. I, I save if it. Your for, favorite, for special, you use it. No, if your favourite, you should occasions. use it lots. I don't know. Your favourite t shirt, no. you don't save. You wear if, all the time. Uh, if you had like a favourite ice cream, you don't want it. Well, then again, yeah, I guess you would eat it's it. It's bollocks. It not I eat like four magnums a week in the shower. In the shower, Matt Lee. I eat you, magnums in the fucking shower. That doesn't make yeah. that as well. I love the fact that yesterday I was having a moment where my housemate said to me, Matt, have you, were you eating a magnum in the shower? And I was like, 
no and then he went <laughs> lies he's like oh because there was a magnum stick in the shower like and i was like oh yeah i was seeing a magnum just not today like i thought he meant like today i'm like no i ate one a couple of days ago yeah uh, but, you're, you're a strange man i want to hear dave's favorite man. word it's gonna be amazing no it's not hoard rubs all that keeps coming into my head is pizza <laughs> It's a good word. Fair play to him. It's not bad. You know when you tell your dog, does he want to go out for a walk? And he's like, (gasps) I nearly did that thing again. Uh, And he wags his tail like mental. That's me with pizza. Fair enough. I like the word salubrious (laughs) or gloopy. I like words like that. Gloopy Gloopy is a fantastic word. I do like words that have kind of like... Yeah, that's good. (laughs) I do like like also just being able to do things like amazing and stuff like that. I I like words you can play around with. Um, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, 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 good selection there. Uh, this is from Twitter. We've got Jenny Penny asks, What game are you happiest about getting for a bargain from the Steam sale? I, I saw Matt get consumed yeah, by that this morning. Well, not consumed. I think I did well not to. Because obviously, the Steam Summer Sale is always um, a kind of. I walked out the room for, anyone's wallet. for like 60 seconds and came back in, you'd bought four yeah, games. Yeah, and it's been like the Steam Sale for like a week, right? Or, yeah, almost. Well, you've done well to hold off. I have. I've not, not done anything silly. I've not bought anything over a fiver. But for eight quid, I got. A copy of To the Moon that I'm going to give to my mum because she'll like that. I got um, uh, Alan Wake's American Nightwear. It's a good game. <laughs> I like that. Like, it's good. Stupid and good. <laughs> I bought that for like £1.30. So it's like, yeah, you know what? That's That'll worth £1.40. That that's the Steam sale <laughs> yeah. there, isn't it? It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, oh, no, but I've got a rule of nothing over a fiver. I almost bought Sleeping Dogs, but no, never going to happen. I'm, just, I'm not going to have time for it ever, even though it's good. And then... I got like some other stuff. I got Mark of the Ninja. Mark Ninja I was going to say, I think out of all the ones you bought, that That's was probably the, the best, best job. Yeah, three quid for Mark of the Ninja. Three quid. Man. Yeah, so such a brilliant game. I'm happy with that. I don't play with this team so. But there've been some incredible deals. Like, I think To yeah. the Moon for two quid is fantastic because that is three hours of entertainment and it is the best thing I've played in years. It's barely a game, but fuck it, it's great. Mm. Buy it. Awesome. Uh, I've so much shit I can't remember what it is <laughs> have, you, have you seen Sale this year? yeah bought Rollercoaster Tycoon 3 yesterday how much? I've already got it <laughs> don't know why I bought it again how much? how much? three pounds something well, that's nothing that's fine I bought oh, that's, that's how they get you that's so, what's the Steam Sale Surgeon Simulator the one that I'm most looking forward to I broke your rule Matt was uh, well you can break my rules that's fine <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't, don't break for me, you just know? don't break the law <laughs> <laughs> don't break those rules it's a good rule of thumb it's a good rule of thumb yeah, I bought Age of Empires 2 which again I already so owe it's 11 but... quid isn't it no that was 7 quid that's I the... may buy Age of Empires 2 because someone else I know has bought that right? I may buy Age of Empires 2 as well well not tried the HD that's what I've heard apparently it was a bit dumb they re-released it and it was a bit shaky how long have I got left on this what do you mean when oh, before you can sale. start melting. Yeah. I thought you meant the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 the I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> can I go? I will buy you a voice. Well, the thing about Steam sale is it's not really worth gone. getting worried about because on the last day, they usually have a mega blowout, which is like pretty much all the deals right. again. Right. So just wait for that. Yeah, and then I'll tell that. you. It was a daily one. You've missed in fact, we might do a thing on the last day. We might do a little like, uh, uh, even if it's just a post, like on the last day of the Steam sale, just being like, here's what. Yeah, probably. If, for yeah. those of you who basically have been holding out, we can just be like, look, this is what you want to get. The ultimate bundle sort of thing. That'd be easy. Done deal. Um, uh, one thing up. you really hope is in GTA 5. Dogs. Well, I want to control three characters from the very beginning. That's Sorry, just very mate. important to me. Oh, you're out. One thing I what? really hope is in GTA 5. <laughs> yeah. Of Nico. That'd be all right. Scottish humour. Wasn't there? Yeah. There was, a, there was an idea. Love that fist. Nico might be like. I'm sure he'll pop up at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Michael so. Jackson. <laughs> well, he probably will be in it, to be fair. He was in the yeah. other one. Probably. Maybe, yeah. Best moment ever in games. Vice City opening. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much it. From I, I skimmed a few. I might have. I've got a few more. Next week. Oh, there we go. I think probably. Man, um, good man. I put a little fire out. 
Um, uh, somebody says, great to see you last night. That's not a question. <laughs> <laughs> somebody on Twitter saying that. That's nice. Thanks, Mum. Uh, yeah, thanks, Mum. Thanks. Keep sending in those tweets, Mum. I <laughs> uh, will read them out. Um, somebody says, no pants man this week. Sad smiley face. No, it's happening this afternoon. Yes. So if you're listening to this night. podcast like immediately when it's out, then you might know that information. You should probably finish listening and um, tune in. It yeah. probably sort of worked perfectly. Okay. Why is my name Matt? That's a stupid question, Mr. Potok. I'm ignoring that. Um, somebody says, Jason Allen Dewey says, you can permanently ban one feature from all future games. What is it? Well, surely we're going to say DLC. Is that not what we all hate? Like, I hate it. I just don't invest in it ever. But no, because there'd be a one-way around it. It's like we were saying with this, this, you know, we'll find money will find a way. Yeah. It will just be free to so, play. So then. an element of any game that I can ban? Yeah, one, one feature from all future games. I might get rid of bloody... Um, QTEs. Just kill them. Oh, can I get rid of when uh, you meet up with someone and if they die, you die? Get rid of that. Yeah, that's, that's always bad. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. When you meet up with someone. Well, like in a game, so you meet up with someone and so don't let Tina die. And if Tina, Tina dies, dies then uh, you oh, die. Oh, you mean so escort, basically, escort quest, yeah. Basically escort yeah. quest, yeah. Get Absolutely. rid of that. They're that's, never fun. They're just stressful and horrible. Balance beams. Balance yeah, beams. Yeah, good. That's yeah. a very good one. That's yeah, good yeah, one. That's yeah, shit. Uh, like, remember it in L.A. I've Noir? Ne- I've never had fun with a balance beam. No? L.A. Noir was amazing. I loved L.A. Noir. I, I know people go on about how it was a little bit shit. I thought it was no, amazing. No, it's brilliant anymore. And then you have to go up to climb the chandelier. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. And you cross a fucking ladder or something. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I just, I'd really like to buy an Xbox 360 game without having to just type in those codes at the beginning on that horrible, horrible keypad. You need a chat pad. Yeah. I don't well, do them anymore, fact, but chat well, it sounds like life. sounds like the next Connect you'll be able to scan stuff, which is hopefully that should oh, no, you love get Connect, rid of it. Chris. No, you love it. I, sw- I dreamt about Connect last night. Oh great! It, I dreamt uh, <laughs> Connect dreamt about you. I dreamt someone told me about differences it makes whether you're playing a game clothed or not clothed. Um, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so moving swiftly on. Uh, but keep your trousers on, Dave. Trousers, Dave. I don't know what God, to say. I'll keep review your, it. Keep your trousers on, Dave. For God's sake. Here's a question for you, Simon. Uh, uh, Simon Marshall asks: Of all the games that have been released for the 3DS, which game would you say is the must-have title? Oh, what a question! It's Especially a question, this year, because there's been some awesome stuff. Right? Oh, must-have. I think it depends. I think if you've never played Ocarina of Time, you should probably play Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's a good shout. Uh, but I think if you actually want to sort of stick to games that the 3DS is doing specifically. Oh, my days. Um, I'd say, I don't know, Luigi's Mansion 2 I is me, very I think good. Definitely pro- you can't pick one. That's a terrible... It's hard. It is hard. Uh, even Monster Hunter, if you don't play Monster Hunter... Yeah. Mario Monster 3D, 3D Land. Nah, that's bollocks, mate. What? I like, it. I like Mario 3D Land. <laughs> oh, it was good. too easy. It was, yes, agreed. The, 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 the reverse worlds were good, but yeah, I agree. That's a hard question. I've heard Kid Icarus is amazing as well. It is really I've good. I've still never played that. I would probably... Yeah, you one of them. Mario Luigi is very good as well. And I finished it. It's a fantastic game. It's one of the best on there. And Ben Cotton asks, what size car can Simon lift? Can you lift a car? I reckon you can lift I a small car. Let's have a go. Let's go out and scroll now. Maybe we'll do a, a video of me lifting a car. Actually, no, we're not going to do that. It's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> a small one. A small car. There we go. Can I can you, lift small cars. You, could you genuinely do it? I could you, never tried. A, a uh, mini. Tried. A mini is a definite yes, right? <sighs> yes, I don't know. Like an old mini. I used to own a Rover. Do you think you could lift yeah. What about a, right. a oh, Punto? Yeah, Fiat Punto? Yes, yes, a yes. Ford Focus. Yeah, I can do it. I don't want to ruin the fans' A Land Rover. No. Okay, there we go. Well, we, that, we, we've got a, somewhere in between there then. <laughs> somewhere between a Fiat Punto and a Land Rover. Done. That's, yeah, vague, but I like it. <laughs> nice. And finally, Van Riel um, asks, what's the favourite or most interesting monsters or enemies in a game? And he says, personally, I like the creatures in Dark Souls. Which is, I'm going to yeah. say something here, <laughs> and everyone's going to look at me, and they're going to roll their eyes. I might smash up the room. And I apologise now, but I genuinely like them. And you, can only, you can't help how your body responds to things. Okay. Really like the locusts in Gears of War. 
Sorry. No, they're a solid bit of design. Just cool coming out the ground and stuff. It's just yeah. interesting. And they got, they, 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 it's the variation types. They're all really cool variation types. It yeah, works really well. It's good art design. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I like the way I didn't spot until I read a feature about Gears of War and about the way it was really smart. Basically, it was all inspired by like, almost like Lord of the Rings and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's fantasy. Yeah. And you look at it and go, oh, yeah. Mm, no, it's very, so very I like good. That. It's awesome. I think uh, maybe I think I want some of the Final Fantasies. Probably they just got such good variation in the monsters. Um, yeah. I I really like the the summons in Final Fantasy X. I I always like that. But, uh, yeah, I'll I'm going to say Dark Souls mainly just because the the create the creature designs in Dark Souls are fiendish and horrible. And mm. um, but I'd say a second close a close second or even parallel would be Dragon's Dogma. Just because Dragon's Dogma has you loads of like, all over them. well, it has loads of typical creatures like ogres and beholders and um, just stuff like that, trolls and all you know the usual yeah. stuff. But the level of detail to which they're rendered and like the, the animations and stuff and the detail—it's just it's stunning. It's like you don't realize how stunning it is until you fought because you climb up its. It's annoying because you have it. to fight like the same enemies over and over again in that game. Yeah, but it's like when you're fighting a cyclops for like the eighth time. You kind of like you're on the verge of getting bored, but then you look at how they move and how they look and the detail of it. You just sort of think that's fucking good. Like it nails Western monsters better than any Western RPG I've ever played. But, okay. Dave, yeah. yours got to be good, surely. The original Sonic the Hedgehog. He's not a monster. No, they're all the monsters. Well, I can't remember how little... you're jumping on them. I thought you're jumping on like, cute things. Yeah, they're robots. Yeah, like they're little ladybirds and piranhas. And they're you robots. Jump on it, it goes. They're not monsters, they're the, robots. The Buzzniks. <laughs> and then at the end you get to jump on the big the big thing keeping all the enemies. We gotta get you out of the heat, man. Jesus not Christ. The, enemies, the, little, the, the little animals and then you jump on the thing and it's Dave, like, Dave, hey, get there go the, the rabbits. The it's not safe around. up there, Dave. Come on down. Come <laughs> down, Dave. Have, have a cup of tea, come on. It's all right. And they bounce oh, away. The Darkspawn in Dragon Age as well, but let's move on. Oh yeah, they're, they're cool, they're really well done. And yeah, Sims, because yeah. I'm the enemy in the Sims. <laughs> Sims is great. You are the enemy in the Sims. <laughs> Looking yeah. in the mirror the entire time. I'll get you, mate. That's I'll get right. you. Get into the swimming pool. Oh no, I've sold the ladder. I've sold the ladder for the swimming pool. Have fun swimming forever. Oh, the fire alarm's going off. Oh, what oh, a no. shame. Oh, there aren't any doors. How, How are you going to get out of the room without <laughs> any doors? Oh, the fire brigade turned up. I'll kill them too. <laughs> is this what you do in The Sims? Both yeah. of you? It's what everyone does in The Sims. It's what the game's about. No, no, oh, I'm now terrified of you both. Next go. week on Spooky Video <laughs> Game and Murder Stories. Uh, thanks very much for listening to the podcast. Um, I've been Matt Lees. Uh, Simon Miller's been played thank by Simon Miller. Hands, thank Chris you. Chris Bat, played by Chris Bat. Hi. And Bye. Dave Scammell was played by... Phil Bruce Willis. Me. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Guest star Bruce Willis. So those of you who did notice that Bruce Willis was starring in the podcast this week, give yourself a star and we'll see you next time. Here we go, and finally, before we yeah, get I was going to say, we're pimping the member of the month competition. Member of the month competition. Yeah, it's Some called brilliant dogs going on. Pimp my dog. And, oh, yeah, uh, we got to say well done to the dog drawings. My gosh, incredible. Do we have the names of the people? Uh, we do. I was going to say next that week. For, right. Yeah, next week. For sure. the, we'll, we'll make a little video showcasing the yeah. best and possibly the worst. I will say, lots of people have done sexy things with dogs. Don't do that because we're not even going to mention them and they definitely won't be in the video. And they give so, me nightmares. But Dave likes so. You'll just get ignored forever. Um, but yeah, if you do want to do some sort of amazing sci-fi slash GTA inspired um, pimped out dog picture mm-hmm. then do put it on the forums and you might win a game yeah. or it just pop along and look at the entries because my god they're amazing yeah some people have posted pictures of their own dogs as well in funny clothes which that's is, brilliant yeah i'm all about it's like, that. i'll be honest you're not going to win a prize but i love you for yeah. it you get our entertainment and at work we'll so. probably put a picture of your dog in a video yeah. and go no <laughs> so if that's not a prize worth winning i don't know anything about reward systems nope on that bum show good night 
Bye. Say bye, guys. Bye, bye guys. Oh, au revoir. Goodbye. Jesus, Dave. <laughs>